0: seriously. Okay, now now I'm going to give you some grammar words. Okay, like things God is saying that outside of what I'm preaching. So, I thought, should I do this now or at the end? But then at the end, I'm going to have other prophets here. And I don't want to disrupt. Uh, The first word is be expectant. I've been learning that everywhere Jesus went, he went teaching, preaching, and healing. Teaching, preaching, and healing so we cannot teach and preach without healing if you don't expect healing don't expect the sermon so if you are tuned in and you have any sickness as long as you can hear me speak just expect your healing that's what Jesus does now Jesus is not here with us physically but in the beginning was the word somebody and the word was with God and the word was God so where the word of Jesus is, there Jesus is. So if you have the word, Jesus is present. And what does he do? He's preaching, teaching, and healing. So be expectant. Secondly, I'm going to emphasize again victory for families. This is a word that came to us at the beginning of the year. And uh, I was starkly reminded of this by friends of mine who are going through some radical re- reconciliation in their marriage. I'm talking about radical. Forget this stuff of someone stepped on my toenail. No, this is serious stuff. And to see how God is working their hearts and enabling them, it's a complete miracle. And it reminded me to remind all of you couples out there that this is a yeah of victory for families. The challenge for some of you is you want to help God do it. No, 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 no all you have to do is believe it either believe and receive or doubt and do without I believe I receive here is what I had you shall not have a shell of a marriage you shall not just have signed papers which says I did no 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 you, you can retain the form and lack the substance but I feel like in this season God is reintroducing the substance all the lies are gone all the truth is come victory for families Second, last one. Alignment. Alignment. Okay. Spiritual alignment. If you belong, please belong. And this ad- this wasn't even in my notes. I didn't had this until this morning. And I don't know why God has been saying this from about two services ago. But let me put it this way. If you go and eat food at the neighbors, it doesn't make them your parents. Yeah, because some of you are confused. You are like, I belong to total Church, but Pastor Moses is my spiritual father. It's impossible. Just because you hear me preach doesn't make me your spiritual father. And to me, I, I, I go to St. Glorious, but Pastor B3 is my spiritual mother. No. Just because you ate at the neighbors doesn't make them your parents. Be aligned where God has placed you. Some of you are struggling spiritually because of dishonoring where God has placed you. Just because you found a cook across the road who cooks better than your parents, be mindful that you don't live at the restaurant. Just because they cook good food at Javas doesn't mean that Mandela is now your spiritual is now your parent. Come on, somebody, I'm preaching better than you're listening. Can I hear an amen from inside this house? Makapa. Yeah. Woo! Okay. This is a good word. This is a good word. And for this one, I'm going to ask you to do something if you can wherever you are. Uganda has the distinctive record of being one of the very few countries. In the world where has there has been zero deaths due to coronavirus. And that's not a forged statistic. It's real. And it's been because of the hand of God. And I'm going to ask you wherever you are to kneel down and we thank God for saving our nation from this calamity. So, Father, we thank you, we bless you. Thank you for this great nation. Thank you that you have had mercy on us. That you knew we couldn't handle it. You knew we couldn't manage it. And you, by grace, have protected us from coronavirus as a nation. We thank you for no one has died of this evil disease. We are praying, Father, that it will stay that way. May it remain that way, Lord. That not a single soul shall perish in this country due to that evil sickness. Coronavirus, we speak to you in the name of Jesus. Command you to leave our nation, our borders. And we declare now and always that we are a disease-free zone. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome, thank you. righty. Now to the message. Last week, we didn't finish and the message is still from Colossians chapter 2, and we're going to do verse 6 to 10. In Christ alone. In Christ alone. I want you to tell your neighbor, beware of the corn. You're complete in him. Okay, the inside audience. You, you need to be as if you are a real audience. Okay. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Beware of the corn. Beware of the corn. You are completing him. Or oh, is it supposed to be beware of the cone? Without the oath. Manyolu zungo. will five. <laughs> but God is good. So beware of the cone. Because you are completing him. So about a week ago too. A friend of mine was scammed. Ugh. Coned. Some clever fellows, I don't know how they did it, but they managed to send him a message and on his phone it looked like the message was from me. And they were they were telling him as if it was me that he needed to send me no, he needed to send a certain fellow a certain amount of money. He ended up transferring to Batches because I was busy, I couldn't. He didn't call me, he didn't call to ask. Are you the one saying this? So I didn't know. So the last, and until I sent a message from him that I've transferred the money to that person that I didn't know, as requested 5.5 million. And I was like, Which money? Like the one you asked me to transfer. I like think me. So I took screenshots of my messages with him and there was no communication from me to him that I had asked him to transfer the money. It was too late. By the time he called MTN to report the matter, the fellows had already withdrawn the money. Tell your neighbor, beware of the corn. <laughs> You're completely... You know, when when you... I don't know if you have ever been corned. Eh? like... About black dollars. Uh, 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 Angela is saying her husband conned her. Not in that sense. Black dollars, diamond. Eh? Someone asks finds you at Diamond Trust, then they're asking. uh, Can you direct me to Diamond Trust? When they asking, you direct them to Diamond Trust when they are Diamond Trust, you know you're about to be conned. Not in a good way like eh, eh, Emma Conning, Angela. You are about to be conned. And it's not a good thing when people make you look like a fool, one, and then two, take resources from you. Now, here we are talking about money. We are talking about money. When the enemy uses unscrupulous fellows to call you of money. But there is, I want to warn you, there is something much more important where you can fall for a con without, you know. First of all, consters, I think that's what they're called, they are not obvious. They don't come and say, um, no, 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 <laughs> They are tricksters. They use lies. They, they are smooth, huh? You, you, you don't know what's hitting you when it's hitting you. You only realize when you're on the ground that it hits you. <laughs> that's how they operate. Now, I want to tell you that there's something more, much more important than money that you can be conned out of of, out of. Nebakba. It's your identity in Christ. It's understanding who you are in Him. It's understanding that you are complete in him. That's the biggest con happening on planet Earth right now with more than 6 billion people being conned of their identity. Even those, some of those who have received Christ, they are being conned of their identity. Why? Because of different things that have come in. Different matters masquerading as Christ. And it is for this very reason that Paul wrote this letter to the Colossians warning them that the corn man, the devil, was around the corner. Colossians 2, 6 to 7, let's read together. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Just these two verses are too heavy. But let's try. So right there at the beginning of that verse is a very small word. Word, word, word. I'm trying to become international. So word, erimo, All right, small word, which is as, as. Interpretation of scripture is very important in these matters. And the understanding of English. Some of us, we learnt English late, but we managed to scale in it, excel in it. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> ah. As we therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Those two little words, as and so, are the most critical hinges of this verse because without them, you're going to misinterpret it and then you fall for the corn. the, The devil will steal from you big time. So let me tell you how you read this verse when you're not careful. Let me read it to you the way you read it when you're not careful. This is how you read it. You read it, You have received Christ Jesus the Lord. Walk in him. That's how most people read it. That's how you've just read it, those who are reading it at home. You've received Christ. Walk in him. That's not what it says. The verse is not telling us that because we received Jesus, we should walk in him. No. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Which is the same way you have received Jesus Christ the Lord, it is the same way you should walk in Him. It's like telling Angela, as you have therefore been loved by Emma, so love. As you have been loved, so love. I'm saying that you should love the same way you've been loved. It's different from now you've been loved, love. It's the same way. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. The same way you receive Christ Jesus the Lord is the same way you should walk in him. Let me ask you a question. How did you receive Christ? what did you do to receive Christ? What did you do? And for some of you who haven't yet done, you're going to do today. What do you do to receive Christ? You believed. You simply believed. You were not fasting. You were not praying. You were not doing great works for God. God didn't look down and say, Oh, this can be three." She's very nice. She should get saved. No, 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 no. Christ Jesus came to save sinners. Paul writes and says, "Of whom I am chief." The same way you receive Christ Jesus by faith, not by works, is the same way you should walk in Him. How? By faith, not by works. You are only as pleasing to God as you believe to be. Not as you do to be. That's why it says that Enoch walked with God until he was. Not for God took him. For he had this testimony that he was pleasing to God. For without faith it is impossible to please God. It's not difficult. It is impossible. You are only as pleasing to God as you believe. You, 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 not someone else as you believe you are. That's why a lot of people are so happy and walking with Christ and celebrating him and experiencing miracles in amazing ways, while a lot of people who practice a lot of good spiritual disciplines, which I do and which I urge you to do, have since lost their way and they have no joy. And they are praying David's prayer, restore unto me. The joy of my salvation and renew a right spirit within me. You don't understand that song. But I can tell you, as you therefore have received Christ as the Lord, how? By faith. So walk in him. Ephesians 2, 8 says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that out of yourself, it's a gift of God. Less than one should boast. How have you been saved? By grace through faith. Grace is what God does. Grace is divine enabling. You know? Ah! Woo! 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 Okay. 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 Here's what we are saying. Saved. What he's saying in Colossians and what he's saying here is the same thing. Most people's interpretation of salvation is fire insurance. You came to Christ, they sang just as I am. You came to Christ and you're like, hell escape is here. Thank Jesus. It's more than that. Salvation includes favor, prosperity, great health, amazing marriage, Uh, wisdom joy. let me go to Galatians there and give you the whole salvation package love, joy, peace, precious kindness goodness, self-control, faithfulness and all the good things that can come out of you all of that is the salvation package and it says that that has happened to you by grace through faith He writes in Galatians chapter 3 and says that he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the hearing of the law or of the hearing of by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And says by the hearing of faith. In other words, working miracles, supplying the spirit, has nothing to do with works. It is all according to faith. In other words, the same power. The same faith you had when you just prayed the sinner's prayer and crossed from darkness to light is the same faith by which you lay hands on a sick person and they get instantly healed. Same, same. Like our Kenyan brothers say. Same, same. Now, here is the cone. Here, here is how the con man comes in. He comes and says, you've just got saved. Huh. No, you can't do that. That's for the preachers. Or, nah, you've never fasted. Wow! And you expect to heal the sick? Wow! You know like when the devil wows at you? Remember the devil is a liar. He's incapable of telling the truth. Even when he sounds very convincing, he's lying. So you're at home. You've suspended your victory for too long because you've been waiting to feel a certain thing. You've been waiting to feel saved, to feel righteous, to feel anointed. That's a corn. Tell your neighbor, beware of the corn. Yeah. You're complete in him. So, what the devil is doing with you is not new. It's the same thing he has been doing since the beginning. When he came to Eve and told her that, no, 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 no. Did God really say you should not eat of the fruit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's the problem. God doesn't want you to be like him. That's why he's stopping you from eating the fruit for you will be like him. Total lie. Why? God had already said, Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. Male and female, he made them in his own likeness. So the devil tried the same trick on Jesus. If you are the son of God, Make some bread. Donuts. Jesus, donuts. You've been hungry 40 days, 40 nights. Donuts is a good idea. Now, donuts is not a problem. The problem is if, 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 if you're the son of God. God already said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Then the devil comes and says, if. Timo, if you are the son of God, uh, do something. The devil always wants you to prove your identity, whereas God simply gives you your identity for free. Anytime you feel like to prove yourself, you have to earn a certain amount of money, be a certain way, have a certain number of likes on Instagram, I can tell you the devil is whispering to you and you are about to be conned of something much more significant than than money. Is anyone listening to me? as you therefore have his, so he tried that on, on jesus it didn't work why jesus was firmly established in his identity not as just the son of god but the beloved son of god you see when the devil will you he takes certain important information out of the communication god had said this is my beloved son the devil didn't come and say if you are the beloved son of no no the devil can never make a mistake of telling you that you're loved. That's why you've spent all this life looking for love in all the wrong places. In all the wrong places. <laughs> uh, woo! Um, am I preaching good? Okay, good. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus a lot, so walk in Him the same way. You received him by faith when you had never done anything good. It's the same way. You walk in him. You will do good things as a result of that relationship, but not to enhance that relationship. You can never enhance your relationship with Jesus. I can tell you that for sure. Good things can come out of it, but you can't put good things into it. Because he put every good thing into it, so that good things can come out of it through you. The mistake many of you have made is to think, what haven't I done for Jesus yet? What what haven't I done for Jesus yet? You are like, Master, what haven't I done for Jesus yet? And the memories of this world are like, Jesus can do everything for me. Let me just sit down here at his feet and talk. If he needs anything, he will tell me. Some of you, some of us, myself inclusive, we are too busy. Like if Jesus actually wanted something, we will not hear. We'll be relying on information of last year, what he told us. Have you ever been to a place where wasaba potatoes and ntula uh, and beans once and then they figured out just do packs of potatoes, potatoes, beans and ntula for the next five years. That's what he wants. Jesus talked to you one thing. Those days, you're like, me, Jesus told me. Me, Jesus told me. It's as if he stopped talking. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord by faith, so walk in him. How? By faith. Let's continue with the verse. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Okay, I think it's self explanatory, right? As you therefore have received Christ Jesus. So walk in him, how? Rooted, built, established in the what? Faith, isn't that what I've been talking about? Yes. Rooted and built up. I was very tempted to skip this part, so I go to the main part, but I'm, I will not skip it, because some of you are going to get something good out of it. So He talks about rooted and built up. I need the demo. Rooted and built up. Okay, imagine a plant. Imagine a plant, right? A plant has roots and shoots. Roots and shoots. So, the roots are below ground, the shoot is above ground. Now, you understand that the roots of a bean plant and those of a mango tree are different. In extent, right? Because you can pull up a bean plant like this and you walk off with it. You can't do that to a mango tree. Before we built this building, there used to be a huge mango tree out here and it had some really deep roots. So he says we should be both roots and shoot in Christ. So we should be rooted going down and then what? Build up. Do you realize it doesn't say built up and rooted? The roots come first, down first, up next. And the extent to which your roots go down is the extent to which you can build up. In Ephesians chapter 3 it talks about the fact that we are rooted and grounded in love. He says that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith that you're being rooted and grounded in love. In other words, you know your roots are in the right place when, if, as it, imagine your tree. That's not too (laughs) easy to imagine, but imagine your tree. And then you start sucking on what's in that ground. And what comes up is what? Love. Then you know you're in the right soil. When you start sucking, if you just sit up, wrong soil, Wrong soil type. So because your human beings are not a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Lord, I'm okay. Let's say you you as a person you're going to suck on a lollipop, okay? Instead of soil. So when you suck on that lollipop, it should taste like what? Like love. You know your what differentiates other lollipops from the Jesus lollipop is that the Jesus lollipop tastes, like what? Love. If you suck on it, guma, huh? Like, hard life, what? Hey, suffer for the Lord. Ah. Uh, you see Jesus lollipop. You got a lollipop which was compromised. So he says, Christ may dwell in us through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the sense what's the depth, width, length, height, depth. Uh, eh, know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, may be filled with all the fullness of God. Let's leave that verse alone. I'm talking about me. So he talks about rooted. So you, the roots, your roots, you, you must be rooted in the love of Christ. If you consider any other thing apart from Christ's love for you, you are not going to live out the fullness of the life that God has in plan for you. You will not have the influence God created you to have. You will not have the resources God created you to have. If you do not purpose to be rooted in the love of Christ. Take me back to Colossians. So it says rooted and built up in him. So the result of being rooted is what? What? being built up. Again, I'll refer to the mango tree because many of you have, were at Naria before the mango tree was cut down. You couldn't come to this site and say, and someone says, did you see the mango tree? And they're like, which one? <laughs> was there a mango tree? Well, there was a mango tree. Of all in ages it because that tree was very dominant very dominant. All of us where you come from in your compound or your parents' compound, there is a dominant tree, right? There is a tree which you are like, if if a guest comes and they say they never saw it, you are like, you didn't go to the right place. You know how they can give you directions based on a certain tree? That's where you turn. It's so dominant. My goodness. Do you know, do you know, that this is very, very sobering, because in Christ, not only are we rooted, but we also, what, built up. People should be able to see. We have to be very obvious that we are in Christ. Uh, So if we are rooted in Christ, if we are rooted in Christ, we are also built up in Christ. What's below ground produces results above ground which are undeniable. Undeniable. People look at you and your wife or you and your husband and they just know you're in Christ. Chilli built up. built up. People look at your financial lifestyle and how you, you steward resources and they just know, oh, no, she's in Christ. People, ah, people look at your Facebook posts, and they just know it's reasonable. See your explanation. You see, the roots are below ground. But once it's done, something must show up. Something must show up. People, <laughs> seriously, yeah? People listen to your songs, and they're like, ah, ah. Molimo yesu. People look at your marriage and they're like, ah, mullimuyas. Ah, yeah, yeah. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught. Do you know how you established? You are established the same way you have been taught. Ah Woo! As you have been told, as you have been told you see there are two ways of approaching scripture and teaching scripture one method is explaining away things have you ever been in that scenario where it's, the bible is for explaining away things and one method is for establishing things not explaining them away let me give you an example Some of you, you may have listened to teachers and preachers who convinced you that God no longer heals. That he used to heal in the days of Jesus and the apostles. And after the apostles died, the healing died with them. I can tell you there are whole denominations which are committed to that way of life. And guess what? They do not receive healings in their services. Why? They've been taught that way. Some of you were taught that having little money or no money is holy. So, can't you as you have been taught, I am telling you. Some of you have been taught that God is angry with you, God is going to whoop you, God is looking for, some, for whom to devour. He's like the devil now. So, Your whole life, you've spent it running away from God. right? yes, tonkwata. Yes, tonkwata. Yes, wafuse police. You've been taught wrong. That's why you don't have a great relationship with God. God is alien to you. Why? As you have been taught. We can no longer use the Bible to explain things away. If the Bible says Jesus went everywhere healing, that's what we should be doing. And at least we should be humble enough to admit that there is something we haven't understood. That, that's why we are not doing it the way we did it. Yeah. We should be humble enough to say, I don't know why I've laid hands on 120 people. And it looks like there is only one half a hearing. You can't... Your experience is not the word of God. The word of God remains the word of God. Them. We didn't admit, not everyone I pray for gets healed yet. No, yeah. Anyway. Sigenda, of course, said that as an excuse to say, he used to heal those days, auntie. There were many camels, the hospitals. No. As you have been taught, Jesus said and taught and said that, be careful what you hear. Give me that scripture. Give me that scripture. Take heed, Mark 424. Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and to you, your more will be given. Take heed what you hear. Why should you take heed what you hear? People think that there is innocent communication out there. There is no innocent communication. All of you who watched that video, you now hate White people. Why you didn't take heed what you hear? Don't abuse me. Don't abuse me. I'm just telling you the thing as it is. Take heed what you hear. For with the same measure you use, whatever you hear, you're going to use. If you keep hearing, average, average, average. Okay, that's the average one. That's why here we are committed to telling you you are incredible, you are a champion, you are the righteous of God. He became poor that you might be rich, billionaire in dollars. The word of God is so powerful. Where are the results? Because we are hearing wrongly. We are hearing amiss. We've been told things. We have entertained ideas that are not in the word of God. Religion is so bad. So it says that with the same measure, take me back to the other verse, to Colossians. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught. As you have been taught. As you have been taught. But you know what? Here is how you know you've been taught well or you've been taught not well. Abounding in it with thanksgiving. You know you have received the right teaching when your faith creates an abundance. As opposed to, you've been taught a faith that explains away things. Ah, Not everyone can be rich. Jesus said the poor will always be with you. When I teach about wealth, that's the first thing people say. And then I say, now I understand. You, you will always be with us. <laughs> <laughs> you can always find yourself in the scripture. You decide where you fit. Whether as a victim or as a victor. But you know I've been told? Well, he says, as you have been taught, abounding in it what? Abounding in what? In the faith not only are you established and not only are you rooted and built up, not only are you established in the faith but you are bound in the faith. Yeah. paul wrote to timothy and told him give me that timothy verse timothy verse he says meditate on these things give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all but your progress isn't evident to all the people look at you and say or in progress. I'm not talking about that No, 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 no. He <laughs> huh? says give yourself Entirely to them These matters of faith Give yourself to them Not part faith, part Google Part Bible, part what Look, faith comes by hearing And hearing by the word of the Lord Fear comes by hearing And hearing by the lies of the devil some of you, you, beware of the corn. Beware of the con. The devil has been deceiving you. And you can tell it from your results. Where the devil has lied to me, I also have results and I can't deny them. I can tell for sure. I received the lie. Now I have to undo it by the truth of God. And you can't point any finger anyone and blame them. Because when God gave authority, he gave it to you. That your progress may be evident. Our faith has to show results that are what? <inaudible> evident. Gassibi Is he <inaudible> anointed or not? Let Does he have wisdom or not? Let da. Look, if you are hanging. Look, if the man is already married. And you start dating them. Your progress is not being evident to all. Your regress is being evident to all. <Namorily la'>? But <bookmark> hmm? hmm? <examining the multitude> but has hit the what the window. Baba <clears throat> gamba. The president in a special season. Special season where you can get married with minimum cost. and you still cohabit your progress is not being evident to all Ah, give yourself entirely to them how do we know how do we know that you've given yourself entirely to them we see progress we see progress we look at you and admire your life. Gamba, if I could have half the marriage that couple has, I would be making progress. If I could have half the wisdom that guy has, when you open your mouth, we don't have to start explaining to everyone around that. It's not usually like that. You start talking, I'm like, ah, ah. No, no, no. He had a bad day. That's why he's here. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't usually speak like that. Your progress. Attitude. Attitude. Banang attitude now that we are going back to work. Do you know those people who enter a room and all the lights, lights go off? Or oh, you get know a what? Electricity is gone. And everyone in the office is like, what has happened? So and so has come to work. That can't be you. No, that- be no that's not progress just by your mood. Guys. Mood lighting. <laughs> don't mood lighting don't bring mood lighting at work. Banange, guys. Our progress has to be evident to all. Banange. I, I can't break it into three parts so we have to finish. As you have been told Evident. Oh. Okay. Now let's go. Let's go. Beware of the corn. Your complete name. So now now are you seeing yourself here? Like you have been uh you've been rooted, huh? You've built up, uh, you established seven as we've been told, abounded with Thanksgiving. progress. with the corn. Look, do thieves ever try to steal from people who don't have? Why, why did those thieves? Why did those thieves pick my number? Because they didn't send it only one yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would thieves take the be bother to hack your phone and? Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. People don't throw stones at at trees that have no fruit. At fruitless trees. If you've been experiencing the enemy attacking you, your mind, your finances, your marriage, is because you have something, it's a sign some of you, you have more than you are aware of. You have much more than you are aware of. Because even you don't know, you don't know, you don't know that, you, you, are, look, you are there looking at your spouse and thinking, this is our marriage, we have our challenges. What You don't know the implications of that marriage 200 years from now. You don't know You don't know whether 100 years down the road through your lineage, God is going to do something amazing. Because you can only see now. When the devil starts lying to you and deceiving you, just know there is something you have. If you've struggled in your marriage, my marriage nearly didn't make it. Three years of nearly not making it. Now imagine, would we be here talking this stuff? The devil knew. The devil knew. And I can tell you, I'm married to the, one of the most amazing people on earth. This girl is so simple, I don't even know what was the problem. I can't, I can't tell you what the problem was. I don't know why we were disturbing each other. Because this girl is so simple to live with. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There is a reason the enemy is attacking your relationship. There is a reason the enemy is attacking your finances. The enemy is attacking your business. There is a reason the enemy is attacking your mind. You keep going into depressions. There is a reason. There is something stirred in your mind that the enemy cannot dare let get out of there. That's why he wants to put you down before you can say it, before you can write it, before you can speak it. So Paul says, Beware. Beware. <laughs> He's saying, now that your root is built up in him, you are abounding. Beware. <laughs> Woo! Let me tell you, the people who experience, and I think this is probably a word of knowledge, the people who experience the greatest dips in your heart health and you feel like you're depressed, you probably are the people with the highest potential for joy. Think about that. You have the highest potential for joy, rejoicing, and bringing lots of joy to yeah. lots of people. Think about it. Why do artists like Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston, why did they kill themselves with drugs? Because they had the highest potential to bring lots of happiness to lots of people. And that's the very area of your calling is the very area where you're attacked in reverse. Be watchful. Why does the enemy attack children with autism and stuff like that? Because those children have the highest level of intelligence. Think about it. Doesn't attack dummies with mental damage. Beware. Beware. Be at war. That word, beware, means be at war. That's the root word. Be at war. Beware, lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty this seat according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Understand agenda, cupa agenda, traditions, basic principles, religion, be and steal from you. So you're there believing that by his stripes I was healed. God heals. God heals. Then you go back home to your extended family. And they are like, so you believe that stuff. What's your response? Do you play polite and say, no, no, not always. Tradition of men see what Jesus taught about traditions. He says, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition which you have handed down, and many such things you do. The quickest way to make the word of God of no effect is tradition. That's why the devil loves religion. You see, the devil knows he can't stop the body of Christ, so he creates a counterfeit called religion. I can blow your mind off right now by even telling you that Christianity is not God's idea. At least it's not. Jesus didn't establish it. He says, on this rock, I'll build my church. He didn't say the church is made up of Christians. Yeah? Abraham was in paradise, according to Jesus' story of Abraham and Lazarus. Remember? When did Abraham receive Christ Jesus as his Lord and Savior? Which, at which crusade did Abraham walk forward to give his life to Christ, considering he lived hundreds of years before Christ? Think, 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 think. We human beings, we take God's grand ideas and plans and vision, and we we reduce them and we try to own them. We create these good denominations and these good churches. Hey, I got worship harvest. I got worship harvest. Worship purpose is nothing. Prepare the name of Jesus. Repent. God is looking for some revolutionaries who are listening to me right now. People who have had it with religion and its lack of effectiveness. People who are willing to take the world back for Jesus. People who are saying it's not enough to sing songs and listen to sermons. There must be something more. The devil. Can I tell you? The devil has stolen from the church so much. Do you know how it steals from us? He gives you like a thing to satisfy you. Because he knows if he takes everything away, you'll wake up and say, hey, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. We should be having something here. No. So, Range Rover. Huh? Uh, uh, wow, well, anyway, I don't have to talk of any car because many of my listeners are driving those cars. what's so, something there that helps with mobility. Eh? And as long as you're satisfied with going from one place to another, you'll never move to where you truly belong. As long as the church is satisfied with holding services, a few sprinklings of healings here and there, some people getting saved and we write good reports, we will never step into the thing of, wait a minute, I thought we are supposed to be making disciples of all the nations. Who is thinking at that degree? Who is thinking at that level? The devil has stolen from us. He's made the word of God of no effect through tradition. You and I, we have tradition. And remember, today's innovation is tomorrow's tradition. Even that thing which you're coming up with, which you think is the thing that's going to solve all the problems of the world, it will be tradition soon. Guys, come and save us from this. (laughs) as I finish. Huh? M- 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 as I finish. He says, Base, not according to Christ. Be at war. Beware. Beware. Protect that which Christ has given you like more than all the security systems at your home. Verse 9 to 10. Verse to 9 to... M- 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 People, if you don't come, we will not finish. He says, for in him, okay, for in him, in who? In Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. All of God was invested in Christ. He told Thomas, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. All of God was invested in Christ. But remember, we are in him. And then he's, he's saying that We are here together as the the body of Christ. The way he was talking to the Colossians. We are complete in him. We lack nothing. And what does the devil come and say? You lack this. You lack that. You lack that. And as long as the devil is telling you you lack it, you can't operate in power. Look, if your husband gave you a lot of money and said, go shopping, and then you misplace it in the car, your money, it's there, and then he convinces you it was stolen. The devil, are you going to shop? No, no. you're going to be the richest woman who never shopped, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. and that's what's happening in the church today. There are people. You know that every Christian carries around the life of God on the inside of him. Christ, us, the hope of God's glory. That's what Paul is talking about. And yet, the same people, hundreds of millions of us, are totally convinced we can't do the things Jesus did. We can say it. We say, yeah, yeah, I can do all things that just, yeah, through Christ's strength, yeah, greater things than this. But you know what? In reality, when we face the same things Jesus faced, fear comes. Instead of faith, fear is what comes. Why? Has convinced us to receive that fear instead of faith? It's the devil. And you start thinking of all the reasons why you shouldn't pray for that person. You start thinking of all the reasons why you shouldn't help out that person. Because you you are looking at you. The identity has been stolen. You're not looking at Christ in you. That when you lay hands, it's not your hand anymore. Ah, when you speak words, it's not your words anymore. When you pull out your wallet and give money, it's not your money anymore. Because everything that you have is sanctified by God. Because if the lamp is holy, the whole, if the first fruit is holy, the whole lamp is holy. Especially for those of us who tithe. We understand that the moment I tithe, everything else that's left behind is, is divine. So when I start giving money, I'm giving God money. When I give people money, by the way, do you know they get saved? Yeah, me, me, when I give people money, they have no choice but to get saved. Why? Because it's not God's money. It's power God, is God. God it carries divine power. The money I give people carries divine power. Why? Because I'm a tiger. So ah! yes. if you don't want to ever get saved, don't receive money from. Okay, what is receive? John 1, says, and of this fullness we have all received and graceful grace, grace. That you need this man of God, uh, then the other man of God, then we, by the time the five of them lay hands on you, you have a bald head. The condition is still there. Why? You think that the thing lies with people. And yet you are completing him. Beware the corn. You are completing him. Uh, As we finish, I want to add one word to that statement. Beware, the con, you're complete only in him. This completeness is for those who are in him. Some of you are not yet in him. Outside of him, you can do nothing. (laughs) It doesn't matter how much you've accomplished in life, it will be forgotten in a few years. Solomon's temple is not here. (laughs) Katibuakayumbako. spent all your life paying a mortgage for a kayumba. Yeah. Solomon's temple is not here. Kakati, you, there is nothing really in life. You're without Jesus. You have nothing! So if I were you, I would do the most, the wisest thing that you'll ever do today is to receive Christ. Think about it. The very things we delight in, accomplishments, honors, medals, money, businesses, family, being married, having children, ministries, buildings, are all temporary. In heaven, even marriage is not there. Everything is meaningless without Christ. That's why the writer says meaningless. Vanity. Vanity. Psalm 103, 13 to 15. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For so he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. And then tomorrow it's gone. What should you do? Come to Christ. He is the only one who can give meaning to this thing. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Summon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 393 thats 393